Hey you guys, um, welcome back to my podcast, Beyond the Behavior and Empowering the Parents. I am one week way too late, and I'm being sarcastic when saying that, on um, posting another episode. I'm so sorry you guys. Um, it's, you know, life has definitely gotten the best of me over these last couple months. Um, A lot, a lot of different things have um, changed and took place and um, a lot of unexpected things have taken place. So um, I'm so sorry. This is still um, a true passion of mine. It's still something I want you guys to know about. It's still um, something I wanna put out there, but um, you guys know how it goes when life just takes over sometimes. So um, sometimes when you have all the balance in the world on everything, uh, every now and then things get a little out of whack and you just gotta you know, find the time to put it all back in order and that's kind of what I've been doing. So, um, I want to pick up where we left off and, um, you know, get back on, on, on pace. <laughs> so, um, my name's Erica for any newbies that I might have joining in on here. Um, and my, this is my podcast beyond the behaviors and empowering the parent. And, um, We're going to kind of pick off from where my last episode was. Um, I know I left off letting you guys know that um, after dad and I and stepmom had had the conversation with Quincy and Aria about uh, the incident at the daycare um, of Quincy telling Aria to go tell a little girl that he liked to lift her shirt and all that stuff and talking about no-no squares and everything. Um, And then I ended up switching him them into a new school. Um, and also when it came to switching them to the new school, I switched them to a new daycare as well. So they were no longer going to the daycare that the incident uh, transpired at, not because of that incident, but, um, because the school, um, I had to kind of choose a daycare that, uh, transported to and from the school. So, um... I researched like a like a, a FBI agent all the schools and stuff and um, I really wanted them to kind of be in um, like a, just a really good school so I found this school not too far from our house and it um, they're actually rated 58th in the state of Arizona out of like the 1200 schools in the state and um, <clears throat> I did, you know, like a whole interview process with the school and stuff. And I'm always, and I think I've said this before, I'm always 100% upfront about the challenges that Quincy has. Um, I'm always 100% upfront about what has already taken place, um, what uh, what interventions we have in place right now, um, who his behavior coach is, who, um, what steps he's doing with him, all that stuff. Um, and so I, you know, they were really happy to, to take him in, um, him and Aria, of course. And um, so he started the school. <clears throat> and you guys, when I tell you that this school, like, blew my complete mind on 
like what they were willing to do and all the effort they were willing to put in to make sure that he had everything he needed to be as successful as possible even given the different struggles that he's had that he has they they were just absolutely amazing um so um I let them know, you know, what his struggles were, the ADHD, the fact that he's on medication. Um, his medication is guaifacine. Um, it's a one milligram medication that he gets uh, twice a day. And um, actually to take that medication, I had to like take him to Phoenix Children's Cardiologist Specialist to make sure that, because uh, it's a bl- technically um, a blood pressure medication, but it is the number one medication that they start off with for ADHD. And um, it has helped him focus better. Um, and so in kindergarten, you know, the school, they said that uh, it helped him focus. They saw a difference from when he wasn't on it to when he was. So I let him know about that. Um, he did all the paperwork for them to be able to give him his medication while he's at school because he takes it once in the morning and then once in the afternoon. Um, so I let them know about that. Um, I spoke with the counselor who started doing check-in and check-outs with Quincy, giving him that one-on-one time. Um, and because of COVID, they actually started, they don't really have recess um, for the length of time that they do. And instead of having like a morning recess and a lunch recess, um, they don't really have that. So for Quincy, um, they ordered like a bunch of um they ordered like a bunch of uh fidget kind of uh toy stuff and one of them was they gave him a wiggle chair um I don't know if any of you guys know what a wiggle seat is but it's like this little um this little like addition to the chair um and it you put it on top of the child's chair and if he gets super antsy and stuff he can kind of wiggle around and stuff in his chair they um had an occupational therapist start um you know evaluating observing him while he was in school and they suggested to put this gigantic rubber band around the four legs of the chair and so whenever his so he could like kind of kick his feet and bounce it on that they got him scratch pads for underneath his desk so um you know if he needs to do something with his hands and stuff because Quincy he's um I think he's kind of sensory objective um he when he gets anxious uh he does this thing with his hands where he like rubs them together with his fingers he rubs his fingers together and stuff um so that really helped with having the scratch pads under there and then they put some um, little fidget type toy things in his pencil box um to help with him doing that too uh and then one thing that they noticed is that in class he actually uh would spend most of the days um or a good portion of the day standing up at his desk and doing his work and um you know he seemed to do that his teacher let him do that and so um the school put all these things in place without me even saying anything requesting any of it they just went into full like you know we're going to support this child we are going to give him everything that we think he needs to be successful and um the principal was super clear on um everything that she told me i really established that um you know i'm i 
really expect like the utmost communication. There's never a bad time to call me. There's never, um, you know, uh, an inconvenience of what it is that you have to tell me. And so um, she was really, really on top of it with letting me know how things went. The, they put in place um, with a counselor, they put in place like a, um, a checkout folder type for him. And it had like, um, you know, the red, green, and yellow, um, faces, uh, to show like how his day was. And then they would ask him, well, why don't you think that you had a good day? What do you think you could have did better? Um, what, um, coping skill could you have used or what coping skill do you think we should work on today and they you know and that works too because it helps to keep him remembering like what are the things that he's working with his behavior coach with as well and so um the school was really great um and then I ended up putting them in the new daycare like I said and I also again made sure that I laid everything out uh, to the daycare. Um, I also, you know, let it be known that, you know, keeping the twins in the same daycare, Quincy tends to really want to be aggressive towards Aria, um, and be the boss of her and just, you know, hitting her and all that stuff. And so, but this classroom was like, the classroom is, um, I, it's probably like the size of, um, a two bedroom apartment. The class is huge. And so, um, they said that they really think that they could, you know, handle keeping him, Aria and Quincy separate and, um, everything. So I was like, okay, we'll give it a shot. Um, and you know, the daycare transported to the school daycare. Awesome. They have, I have access to cameras in the daycare and then I can communicate with the teachers on the app that we have. And, um, you know, it's, really amazing when when you when you really know or think or are paying attention or research what it is that's going on with your child and you can be very direct on this is what it is and you then you have these people who come in onto your platform and are like we we are okay with supporting your child we are okay with supporting you we are okay with me helping to make sure that he's doing better or you know we're okay with making sure that we might have to keep an extra eye on him um that's awesome and I'll tell you guys that is the best piece of advice I think that I could give anybody is never be afraid to speak up and be honest about the things that are going on with your child because you never know what the person that you're talking to can offer, what the person that you're talking to can suggest, what the person that you're talking to can, or how they can be there for you. Um, it's just really a good thing. Um, and so whether your child has a, um, a, sorry, (laughs) I just had a mind blank. Um, whether your child has a, um, any type of mental challenge or or not you know it's always just good to be able to speak up about your child never be afraid to do that there's always another parent another person another whoever that is going to this through the same thing and you don't know what what they can offer you whether it be a shoulder a word um you know you just never know 
but anyway, that's always helped me with establishing um, the support that Quincy has in place for him, such as like at the daycare in the school. And so they started at the new daycare um, and they were up front 100% um, letting me know what was going on with him. Um, and so eventually, so a couple, about a week or two um, after they started the new school, I went into getting Quincy, requesting for Quincy to have a 504 plan. If any of you guys know, um, a 504 plan and IEP are really um, uh, suggested for kids that have any kind of um, a mental challenge or anything. Um, an IEP, you know, is more or less where um, an IEP is more or less when the child's illness is like affecting other people, preventing them from learning. Like they need extra help. They need way less work. They need, you know, and a 504 is where in Quincy's case, his, what he has going on, it's not necessarily a distraction to the class or preventing other people from learning and things like that. It's preventing, it's making his own struggle for him to learn so um you know the fact that he can't sit still for long or you know his teacher always says that he uh she'll tell the class twice what the directions are for the next thing that they're doing Quincy's always the last person to you know start doing that because she has to go and tell him again or redirect him again you know so he what he has going on um he is his own distraction And so um, I started pressing about a 504 plan and um, I also started getting onto this thing where I think that Quincy either has Asperger's um, or uh, he's on the spectrum. Uh, On the spectrum, they no longer um, diagnose Asperger's by itself. Asperger's is now under the uh, umbrella of um of what's the word autism um it's now under that umbrella so he is not autistic i know that 100% um but i don't i think it's a lot more than adhd and so on the spectrum is what they call right there in the middle uh he has some things off of autism for instance the uh, massive anxiety when he does fidgeting his fingers and stuff like that or um you know, I believe he is sensory objective. Um, so Quincy, his sense of smell is like super keen, super, super keen. Um, the loud noises and stuff sometimes really like uh, spasm out. Um, and so there's just uh, some things that he has uh, and with Asperger's too, where they say like if the, the child has like a... <laughs> um, a do they have like one spot where they continue to go and like hide things or whatever? And I'm like, yeah, he, the boy (laughs) will forever hide stuff under his pillow. (laughs) And no matter how many times we look under there to go see if he has hid something or taken something, put on his pillow and it's really there, he will still hide the stuff under his pillow. Um, or once he gets onto uh when once he's trying to tell you something or he wants something or he wants to do something it's like tunnel vision that is he just keeps he'll keep on repeating himself repeating himself 
until he can either finish the sentence or tell you what he's trying to say or whatever the case is. So there's like so many different things that he tied into like the Asperger's and the um, on the spectrum and stuff where I was just like, this is what he has. Um, so anyway, uh, I started fighting for the 504 plan. Um, and I was telling his teachers and the counselor and the principal about like my suspicions with that and everything and the daycare as well. And it was just so awesome to hear from the school that like they have had the teachers partake in, um, brain studies for kids with ADHD and all that stuff because it was like wow they kind of know what I'm talking about <laughs> they I'm not a pro you guys this is no professional opinion but I've researched stuff so I've spent so many hours because at the end of the day I really would just want to I just want to know I want to I feel like if I know more I won't get as frustrated with him and the more that I know I can um you know try to accompany um what might help him with when he's super antsy or he's just caught he's off the rails you know and so that was really good to know about the school so while they started putting the principal called me and she's like hey so I want to let you know I know we have the meeting scheduled and stuff for the 504 plan but I want to let you know that we have already put a ton of things in place for Quincy um, that I just told you guys about, even though we don't have that 504 plan. So we're still, we're already putting things in place because we want to make sure he's, he's on the path of being successful now. And so, um, school seemed to be going pretty well and daycare as well. We did have a couple incidents at the new daycare when they first started where Quincy was like smacking Aria or kicking her. Um, he was having a little bit of trouble of, um, you know, listening to the teacher and understanding that she is the adult um, at school. Things were going pretty good, but we ended up having, um, there was an instance where inst- where he, um, what did he do? He actually, he ended up, um, they noticed that tor- after lunch, that was like when the hardest part of the day for Quincy Um, He was way, way, way antsy, um, a lot more redirecting. So what they would do is the counselor would come and get him um, and they would take him around. They started doing this on a daily basis, take him out to the playground and let him either walk around the field or they'd let him like burn off energy and run around and all that stuff um and then they talk more um leading into the his end of day checkout and they started doing that with him at the end of the day and noticed that that was helping um and then um that was you know leading up until the I'm trying to think I think it was December when the kids ended up going back into virtual schooling so before I go into like how things turned started going after they went back into virtual schooling, um, at home, Quincy, you know, it was just a lot, a lot of redirecting you guys. Like, and when I say a lot, I'm, I'm saying like, I can tell him something and then like five minutes later, I'm telling him again. Sometimes it's three minutes later, I'm telling him again. Um, or it's him doing the same thing in a different way. Um, and so it was like, I had to 
at my house and at dad's house um and so we started grounding him and it was like he was maybe off grounded for like <laughs> five days and in, in like a three-week time period and um you know we were hoping that like him recognizing everything he was missing out on um and everything that would help him recognize like I shouldn't be you know misbehaving like this and stuff and um so at home he was just he's really been struggling with uh having that positive interaction with his sisters um and then at his dad's house you know with Aria as well again and with um sometimes with his stepbrother and um so at home it's it's still been a bit of a struggle with that um and I'm still trying to be as creative sorry creative as possible with the different ways that I'm trying to help him just recognize good behavior um so anyway, uh, it was it's kind of like the same thing started happening at school, at daycare, and at home. He was not ever physical with at home at daycare. I'm sorry, uh, at daycare. I'm sorry, he was never physical at school, but at daycare he would get that way with Aria and stuff. Um, but there were a couple times at daycare where the teacher was telling me that like Quincy was getting upset and instead of him like freaking out or getting physical with another child or something, he would go to the quiet area and just relax. And he did that several times. And those were like big moments because it's like, it kind of looked like for a second, a shimmer of like, oh, all the hard work is paying off. He's recognizing that he's actually applying the coping skills to real life instead of just reacting and that was (laughs) short-lived that was real short-lived um and real pat it got real patchy instead of being on a daily basis um (laughs) but uh you know that's how kind of things leading up between um September and December of last year kind of rolled out um and then like I said in December schools went back to online and I was like I freaked I was like oh man a you guys I work 3 30 to midnight <laughs> um and so and my kids start school at 7 30 in the morning and I'm like well I'm only getting like five hours of sleep I cannot sit up with him and do this every single day um so I was like a little worried uh but the school ended up calling us that they had space for Quincy and Aria in their assisted program where they would still be able to come to the campus um amongst like maybe 20 kids um all together and that was like super awesome and the daycare could still pick them up and stuff like that um and so we ended up putting them in that assisted program so they could still go and um things started off good but definitely went south fast so I'm gonna pause this episode here and in the next episode I will pick up where we left off and let you guys know how things went south and how they went south from school to home uh to daycare (laughs) and um We'll just kind of pick up from there. So I want to thank you guys for listening again. Um, Again, 
so sorry for like the super long delay before a new episode but things are definitely much more organized and back on track now so um we definitely won't have that happening again but um we'll pick up again on the next episode and thanks for listening guys